1: Oh, Recorded live. <laughs> Quiet. Quiet. There's nobody here. Be quiet. That's weird.
0: We can download Chris Tomlin, but we can't download Ren Collective. That doesn't make any sense.
1: <clears> Thank <throat> you. <clears throat> Hello, good morning. This is Joel with the King Country. Is Jay there?
2: Yes, this is Jay. How are you doing today, Joel? G'day, buddy. That's quite the, uh, quite an extensive call in procedure you have there. I I'm, mean, I'm impressed. I feel like yeah, i was calling exactly. the, I feel like I was calling the White House or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a system that we use to record all of our calls um, on the artist side that way we can just add the audio later from the stuff we do here in the studio.
2: I love it, love it. How are you yeah, doing? So How are you
0: doing today? I'm doing great, man. Uh, got a chance good. to see you guys this past weekend at Night of Joy, and uh, met some of your family while while we were there. So it's good to, always good to see you guys. Um, didn't get a chance oh, yeah. to meet you because your your meet and greet line was uh, had a lot of anxious fans to meet you guys. So, but I'm glad that you guys uh, made the time to go out and see the fans. I know that uh, many of them appreciate that.
2: Oh for sure man yeah well sorry uh sorry to miss you mate we we uh that was a those night a joy events are always a bit uh a bit of a whirlwind but um
0: yeah so yeah
2: we 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 we
0: got it done though we got well, it this done. this year's event was different, they did things a lot different, they never really had meet greets in the past, so I know that um I know that a lot of people were excited uh when they found out that they'd be meeting some of the artists, so that was that was actually uh really cool. So but Yeah, uh, what,
2: bit, I don't know how much you've documented it in the past, but it was uh very different from previous years, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. And that's one of the that's one of the questions I'll ask you is um uh, because <clears throat> I know this was the third year in a row you guys were there and you're at Magic King the last two years. So that will may we actually start the interview, that's what I'll one of the questions I'll ask is what you guys thought of the Y World of Sports venue compared to Magic Kingdom. So yeah, sure. Um, I, know you, I know you don't have a whole lot of time, uh, so what I was going to check is I'll send this over to the publicist, but uh, this is Kingdom Builder. That's the show. And what we're going to be doing yep. is uh, we're going to be airing this interview the week before the movie comes out. So I'm going to be talking as if you and I are having a conversation on like Saturday, uh, October uh, I believe eighth is when it will air. So when I yeah. say the movie's coming out next week at the end of at the end of the recording, um, just know that that's when we'll play it. So it's kind of like we're we're like jumping in the future here a little bit. Got it. And then, no,
1: I and worry, then I'll man.
0: send um, I'll send a thing to an email to see if you guys can, if you can do a couple liners for us to put in that because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I know that you're limited on time here. So. I can even, I can even, if we get through this, um, I think I've got
2: something at 10, but I could even maybe, uh, if we get wrapped early, I could jump on those uh, before. Yeah. But if not, we can, do, we can do that later as well. That's no worry. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let me, we'll go ahead and get started so you can jump on your next call. Sure thing. If you're ready. Go for it. Let me go, let me go ahead and get this recording started real quick. All right. We're rolling joining me on the show today is one half of the two-time Grammy-winning group for King and Country and the star of the upcoming film Priceless, I'd like to welcome Joel Smallbone. Let me try that again, sorry. Sure thing. <laughs> joining me on the show today is one half of the two-time Grammy-winning group for King and Country and the star of the upcoming film Priceless, I'd like to welcome Joel Smallbone. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome to Kingdom Builder. Mr. J, what a pleasure. Thank you for,
2: thanks for making the time for me, man.
0: Well, thank you so much. Well, you and your brother have been keeping quite busy over the past couple of years uh, with your band for King and Country, and it doesn't mm-hmm. appear to be slowing down anytime soon. Have you had a chance to take a break yet?
2: <laughs> well, yes, periodically. Uh, we um, we were actually very fortunate just a few months ago. I have, Luke and I have two of seven kids, and six of the seven of us are married, and there's five nephews and nieces at this point. And so we had the you know if you can picture it, we went down to Florida and we just got this sort of mildly oversized house and and all I think it was nineteen of us in the end converged on this house for about a week and we just had we, it was it was like one of the best holidays I think we 've ever had as a family we just we really enjoy one another 's company and it was right next to the beach and so the answer is yes we've had these short increments, but um with the film coming up um, it's sort of it's, it's, it's ramping up pretty severely right now.
0: Well, we actually just recently saw you guys perform at Disney's Night of Joy, and the first question for you is, what did you think of the new venue, ESPN's Y World of Sports, compared to playing the event at Magic Kingdom the prior two years? Well, um, to be very candid, I, I thought it, uh,
2: sadly, I thought it lost a bit of its charm. Um, you know, naturally the the whole the whole idea of of uh, performing a, in Disney World, um, you know, last year right in front of the Cinderella Castle, that's that's sort of I don't know if you have life goals as musicians, but that's that's a pretty wonderful moment um, to experience. So to go from that and and the the ESPN facilities are lovely, but it's a, it's a baseball field, and that's the kind of thing that. Um, which we still enjoy, but we've just had the opportunity to play baseball fields. I think we've played half a dozen of them this year alone, and so it just felt like it wasn't quite naturally. It wasn't Disney World anymore. Um, the people were lovely, and the night in and of itself was very special. But it just, yeah, it was. Uh, I I left a little bit uh, saddened that it lost a little bit of its of its old time charm. To be frank.
0: Right. And, you know, just before your performance, you, you guys actually, you, you played uh, Champion Stadium. And before you played, you actually showed a trailer for a brand new film that, made your, that, that you made your acting debut in called Priceless. And for those mm-hmm. folks listening in today who haven't heard about it yet, why don't you tell us a little bit about the film and where the inspiration came from making it?
2: Yeah, well, it's, uh, look, this is, Jay, this is something very near and dear to our hearts so, so the band has been around for about five years and since the inception of the band one of the things that Luke and I as, as young married men have been moved to share about is um, celebrating a woman's worth and, 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 and charging us as men to be chivalrous in how we love and uh, the response to that message from our audience has been both alarming and exciting and I say alarming because it seems as though culturally we're in a real crossroads of, of trying to understand what our role is in relationship as men and, 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 as, and as women, what a woman is, is really where she's finding her def- definition and, and self-worth. And, and so about two years ago, we went to our brother Ben, um, who's a filmmaker, and I'm not sure we knew what we were asking at the time. but We said there's a real, there's a real message in here, we feel, and an and, and important cultural Component to it. What do you think about taking this message to the silver screen? And so, we partnered together. We 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 formed a few true stories, and 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 literally from inception of the script to now completion, we've been a part of the whole journey, and it's just been incredible, Jay, to see really Hollywood come out of the woodwork and say, "Hey, we love this film. We love what it stands for. We're with you." So. It's everyone from the producer of the film, uh, Steve Barnett, who produced the Spartan film 300, and Mandy Moore's... Uh, um, uh, what's that film called? It's slipping Me Now. Um, a Walk to Remember? That's the one. A Walk to Remember. Good on you. And, and a host of other films. We had David Keckner from The Office and Anchorman, Jim Perrick from the most recent Suicide Squads and Fury opposite Brad Pitt and Bianca Santos from The Duff and O.G. We just had just these great, great people. And I was fortunate enough, um, this is my third feature, but I was fortunate enough to to, to play, stand beside these men and women in this film. Um, I play a character by the name of James, who's a kind of down and out character, had a bit of a tragic life, and um, in an opportunity, he'd he'd lost his wife uh, in an accident, an opportunity to get his life back on track. Uh, or he saw it as an opportunity at least. He takes a kind of under-the-table transportation job um, to uh, drive a truck straight through from one a long distance from one location to another. He takes the job um, in an effort to get his daughter back because he, after his wife's passing, his daughter had been claimed by protective services because he was in and out of prison. And so he takes the job. He falls asleep at the wheel and realizes as he's surveying the damage to the truck, he realizes that it's not what he's carrying, but who he's carrying. And he's got two women in the back of the truck. So they think they're coming to be a maid and a waitress. And he takes them at their word and drops them off and realizes that he sold them into slavery and uh, not before starting to really care deeply, particularly for one of the, the the women and, and and really the rest of the film he's faced with, you know, what is a life worth and, and, and what should he do, and becomes a bit of a vigilante of sorts, but there's this great undertone of he is saving her in a lot of ways, um, physically, or attempting to at least, while she in in many other ways is more saving him mentally and spiritually speaking.
0: Well, that's actually cool, and I, I have not got a chance to see the film yet, but what the scenes that I did see uh, look powerful, Joel. And one thing mm. I noticed about this, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're from Australia, and you have the <laughs> accent, but I don't hear the accent as much in the trailer that, that's been played for the film. Did you have to kind of practice that, kind of toning down the Australian accent?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm glad you noticed. I I, uh, I actually worked very hard at that. I had a great...
2: Dialect coach by the name of Steve Corona. He's worked with some great international actors, Helen Mirren, Gerard Butler, to name a few. And and he actually came out on tour with myself and the band for about a week before we we went in production for the film and and just kind of drilled me, man, on on the word the trigger words that I would say that were incorrect and and sort of just the way to really adopt the American accent. And we did that because we really wanted to bring this, this this theme and this message to American shores and and put um, this dynamic story in America's backyard rather than it being in Australia or being in South America or, or somewhere abroad.
0: Right. Well, I definitely noticed that. I thought that was actually pretty cool. And, you know, I've met your, I met and interviewed your sister Rebecca before and um, I just, I, I'm just, taken back by the, by the accent. I guess it's just, you know, growing up here in America and hearing that Australian (laughs) accent, I just think it's cool. But I noticed that it was actually a pretty cool thing to hear you talk more of a kind of American accent uh, rather than what you're used to. So I'm, I'm, I bet that was pretty hard for you. It's like me trying to kind of pull off the Aussie accent, which I don't do very well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, what was
2: most, what was most peculiar about it was, um, well, it's like anything. You know, you, you find a rhythm in things. Um, but I was on set. We filmed for just under a month, and I was on set for about five days a week, 12 hours a day. That's about how long you shoot. And then during the weekend, we'd already had pre booked for Country events. And so I would get on a plane on a red eye basically each Friday, and I would fly out to these shows. And that was really jarring, like, you know, getting into character, then getting out of character. Not only that, getting into the kind of American dialect and then getting back out of it again was kind of bizarre.
0: Right, and, you know, I've I've had lunch with your wife, Mariah, a couple of times, and we were talking about uh, one of the songs where you, there's a spoken part. Um, I think it's uh, Busted Heart, where you're actually, you do the dialogue in the middle And you say the word martyr, but in the Australian accent, more like mata. And her and I were like, her and I were like talking about that, and she's like, "I think that's so cool." So yeah, well, Joel, uh, (laughs) I'm sure you're asked, you'll you'll actually be asked this question a lot about the film. But what's the ultimate message you want moviegoers to take away after watching it? Yeah, I think
2: there's two, there's two sides to this coin, Jay. One,
0: at a more kind
2: of, if you really you really focus the lens in there's about 30 minutes that you dropped into this slavery prostitution trafficking world in the middle of the film. And so there's a part of it that culturally just to create a certain understanding of, of of the realities of this and and the realities of this being on our shores. And then if you pull the lens back wider, um, one of the major things that seems to be in jeopardy this, this in this, Time in history is commitment to family, and family structure, and and uh, men really being a bit confused about what our role is as as in pursuing a woman, and women being confused as to as a result in I think many ways as to what her role is in a relationship. I heard someone say that you know men are on the lookout for sex and are finding love, and women are trying to find love and they're finding sex and. And so it's really a charge to us men to step up and stand out and to be chivalrous in in how we love and it's a, it's a charge to women to know that their definition is not found in a relationship with man or in what a man has said or done to them it, it, it's it's found in the fact that we are image bearers of god and and we were sort of miraculously fearfully wonderfully made, and that if that sort of vertical relationship is right, then somehow, God willing, some of the, the horizontal relationships will be reset.
0: Well, Joel, that's, that sounds great. And I, I really can't wait to see the impact that this film has. And, you know, it's, it's, it's I really appreciate you guys taking on a subject that's kind of uh, almost not talked about a lot of the time because of the nature of what's going on. So it's really cool to see that you are, you know, putting – your life into a film like this that will hopefully raise a lot of awareness that, you know, this isn't just a movie. This is actually happening around the world and there are things uh, that we can do about it. So thank you so much. And, you know, we, we want to thank you again for joining us today and we definitely appreciate you taking the time to tell us about the film priceless.
2: Absolutely. Jay. Well, God bless you and your team and keep up the great work and we'll see you in the theaters on the 14th of October. So man just what like six days from now or something
0: yes yes and uh so and that's that's where we'll end the interview all the stuff later but since it's 11 now 10 your time i'm going to go ahead and let you go because i want you to be able to get to your next call on time but um i'll send an email so whenever you have some downtime if you can do those liners for us we're going to go ahead and put that in the interview once it airs and uh also have them include our Twitter link too. That way, you can tag us if you see our name in there. You'll know who who you're talking to.
1: Right.
2: I love well, that. Well, Jay, you. thanks. Thanks for the time, man. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, you too, brother. Thank you, and I will uh, talk to you soon, brother.
1: All right. See you, mate.
0: All right. Bye bye.